0: Fadeaways and fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Today's guest, Coach Sparks, is here. We talking hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Sparks. Now, this, I'm a big believer in in my in my body as it's like your car, right? Sure. Yeah. So. You know, I, since I was a kid, I maybe because I've had three older brothers. You know, I've, I've always been in the gym, not just shooting and dribbling, but like fitness, like huge in fitness, huge in all that. I mean, when I was young, like that, I, obviously I didn't eat great, but now I pretty I do with my wife, um, and hydration and sleep. Um, do you preach that to your guys now?
1: Yeah, it's 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 wild that you say that because. And, and you know this from you know you're a grinder. So when you when you're working a ton, you you're, you're serving everyone else. You know what are you doing for yourself? Like what are you putting into your body? What, how much sleep are you getting? You're you're burning the midnight oil. And I, I find I found myself when I was starting building my the business, and I, on top of that, when I was when I was coaching in in college, that you're you're working these really long days and you're not fueling your body you're not you're not treating your body at a high level so only recently have i really poured into my body in the way that i should have been doing for years right like i like when i was an athlete when i was playing and so it's amazing how much better i feel now with that said i have been preaching it all along to these kids now these kids should be doing it, but it's amazing how much more validity there is to to it when I'm doing it as well. And and so I think that's why I was saying you're such a great example to these kids. The way that you approach your day-to-day and and you know your workouts and the way you eat, it's such a great example for your direct kids that you that you connect with and contact because they'll have that living example on how to do it. Like you can do it. And this is the time that I do it during the day. And this is the effort that it requires. And then this is the product. You know, this is what you see. This energy, this enthusiasm, this excitement. This is what you get when you're when you take care of yourself. And and I remember listening to Jordan's um, podcast, one of your very first podcasts that you, that you ever did here. And he was talking about you know not putting dirt into your. You don't fill your car with dirt. You fill it with. You know, it, it, it the gas, the fuel it needs, right? Right. Um, and and, and I, I, just that's so right. You're so right. And so, I, I preach it. We have a partnership with an incredible company called Cray. It's a sports drink company, and you know, I got nothing against you know any of the others, and we know who the others are. So, but if you look at Gatorade's, uh, if you look at their G two version which is the, the least amount of sugar right well this has like 70 percent less sugar than that right and so you're dealing with real natural organic great great stuff that you're pouring into these kids bodies and so uh they they give us a ton of product and we give it to our kids they love it and it's great to be able to promote a product in a relationship like that that is gonna maximize the experience for these kids getting better and, and and fueling them
0: Wow yeah I love that man I absolutely love that do you miss playing at a high level by the way
1: I, I miss I, I miss the relationships I miss the the competition I I'm now just more focused on like building the different businesses and the different passions and my family now, like those things have just replaced it. And so I miss like those experiences are so, I've such fond memories of playing and competing at a high level and I, I do miss it, but it's amazing. Like when I've, I've filled my life now, those different compartments with different passions and, and, it's led to an incredibly fulfilling life despite hardships and heartache and, and tough times. You know, I have these passions that are, um, you know, that I've filled my life with. So it's been amazing.
0: That's cool. uh, how about
1: yourself? Do you miss, do you miss competing? And...
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I like to play, you know, I mean, you know, obviously right now with the Achilles, I can't play. Um, but, before then even just playing pickup and getting out there and playing like high level or, uh, playing against like with Jordan and, and the guys in there and, and the trash talking and, 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 uh, the adversity and battling and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like competing, man. I, I, I want to be that guy that competes. It's like, it's just like the weight room, you know, you get in the gym and, and, um, you know, I, I I have a couple of friends that I work out with and you know, you might put two plates on and one guy reps it for, for ten and the other guy reps it for fifteen. Well well shit, I gotta go I gotta go for sixteen. Uh, you know, <laughs> one guy puts on three plates and it's like yeah. all right, let's go, let's go. What what you got? You know, I got six. I Me, mean, he puts up babe, it's like, damn it. It's like I just have that I have that that vibe, you know, and then I'll go do muscle ups. I'll go hit five and stamp it on them, you know? What you got? You can't do one, fat boy, you know? And I'll tell him just like that, you know? And you got to – I just love that competitiveness. I, I don't care if I win or lose. I don't care if I'm if someone's better than me. I mean, I play. you know how many times I played against Jordan and he's just busting my butt and talking trash, and I just – I'm like – you you get fired up inside, but you're like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I love it. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I'm, an all, I'm
1: an all, i in all – I'm in all – I'm an all-world trash talker, but it's amazing how much less I've done in the last probably two years two years because my game my game doesn't back that up as much as it used to but um, yeah I agree with you I love it I think it's I think it's what makes the game fun and um, you know I, I agree with you I, I miss it and that in that stretch too
0: oh I mean I miss it so much and like I said you know having two back surgeries and now having the Achilles tendon done. You know how much athleticism I've lost, which really yeah. hits the it it really hits your ego, man. At the end of the day, you're unlacing your shoes and you're just like, Oh, I could have done this, I could've If I would have if I didn't have these down injuries, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know it happened it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I love it. You know what what's the greatest thing basketball's ever given you?
1: the greatest thing it's ever given me is, is purpose. Uh, and I think from, from that purpose, I've worked really, really hard and it showed me that I can push harder and I can, you know, I can be better. You know, there was never like a limit. And I think that that's translated over to my life. Like, I I don't think there's limits and I hope, you know, I don't know, you know, your listeners, and, but but I, I don't think we, we should have limits. You know, if if we're doing things that we love and we're passionate about, why cap yourself? And and I think basketball taught me that. And it, it didn't teach me that right away. I didn't see a tremendous amount of success early on. Number one, because the sport is really, really hard. And it's amazing how good athletes can be at an early age, right, without the skill, yeah. and then how it catches up to them without it. So, you know, with with the skill portion, I just stayed true to it. I got bigger, stronger, and and it's amazing. Like, I never would have dreamt that I would be playing in those arenas around the world for our troop. Like, that never was something that I believed I could do because I I was pretty conscious. I I felt like I was pretty self-aware of my abilities. Now, I love the game. And because of that, I feel like it allowed me to just keep working harder and see what happens. Like, let's just see what happens. Now, the other thing about the game that I learned was I wasn't always the best player. So I was out for someone's job. Like, I was going to take your job. I was going to take your spot. And that was my goal every day. So whereas some guys are like the best, and now they've got to keep their job. And and I don't even know what that mentality or that – thought process is like whether it's like anything that I've ever done I always felt like there was somebody else out there that I could use as a benchmark that like I can get better like there's somebody out there that's better and so that's you know I don't know if that's the answer that you were looking for the answer to your question but it's certainly what I've learned from the game
0: no no no, I like that you know I, I absolutely I mean for me what basketball taught me was um, follow directions hmm. and enjoy the process. If you wow. can follow directions and enjoy the process, it's sky's the limit.
1: That's really good. That's really good. I'm writing that down now.
0: So, that's that's what I learned. My, my dad, my dad, my coaches used to tell me, follow directions. You gotta follow my directions, kid. And, And then the process. My dad used to tell me all the time. You got to fall in love with the process. You got to fall in love with shooting 500. Then you got to fall in love with shooting 700. Then you got to go fall in love with shooting almost 900 to 1,000. But guess what? You got to make 500 before you come in. So for me, that's what I. That's really cool. I fell in love with that work ethic. So for me, it's like when I go to work. You know, I get up at 3:45 in the morning, hit the gym, then I go to work to my nine to five. Then I go coach. To me, there's no problem with that. I have no issues mm. with that, because mm. that's just my hard work and following the process. That's that's your process.
1: You're li- you're living it out, man. Your yeah. Set it and you're living it out. Yeah.
0: So I, I love that. I you know that was a that was a big thing and and that's been a big thing since I was probably in the i think i started doing hard work like that since the eighth grade i would say eighth grade is when i really started pushing myself to become a better player and uh and it worked it really did it really worked and 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 uh yeah i i love that that's that's the one thing you follow directions and enjoy the process you know i, I
1: already wrote it down man <laughs> <laughs> It's well, a part. It's a part of my verbiage
0: now. So yeah. there we go. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, did you know? As you know, as we coach men versus women, how how do you handle that? How, how do you how do you treat the uh, opposite sex? Uh,
1: it's a great question. I think I don't think it's very different. I don't think I don't think it's very different. Most of the kids that come to, uh, do individual or small group training. Most of the girls are that I've, that I've worked with want to be there. So, you know, they'll look at you and go push me harder. And so, although I was early on, I was very apprehensive because it was just something that I didn't know I'd never done they want to be pushed. They want to, they want to be challenged uh, just, just like boys do. And so that's what I've learned. So, you know, as long as they're on the same page, Hey, do you want, do you want this? Do you want to be pushed? Cool. Let me know when, 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 when it's too much, because I want to get you better. And this game is really hard. This game is really hard. And for you to enjoy this and have more fun, you're going to have to get good at the stuff that's hard. So let, Let's work. And so on that end of it, you know, I would find most of the girls, I would say probably 90% of the, maybe that's just a number I'm pulling out of you, but majority of the girls want to be pushed and want to be challenged. And the ones that don't will tell you with their body language really quickly. Like that's, that's not, I'm not down with that. And I, 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 can't get you to the next level if you don't want to get there anyways. So and I, and I, that's boys or girls. So if if you don't want it, it's I'm not gonna drill you. I mean, this is something that you've got to want, you know, in order for us to, to have this relationship where you're going to be able to grow and develop, right? So.
0: No, absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. I, I treat them both the same. Um, really? Yeah, oh yeah. I I I'm in their butts just as much as I am in in the boys. You know, if I yeah. If I, if I get upset, I'm going to let you know. If uh, if you're doing it the way that I need it to be done, then I'm going to tell you, great job. Keep pushing. This is the way you need to shoot. This is the way you need to hit that cross. This is the way you need to hit that bounce pass. This is the way you need to set the pick. This is the way you need to take the charge. I'm going to let you know whether it's right yeah. or wrong. There's I, I'm there's no gray with me. It's, it's either black or white. It's either right or wrong. And you're going to have to accept it. I'm sorry. That's that's just it. So yeah,
1: like the game. I feel like the game is the game is simple. It's it's not a complicated game, but it's really hard. And I, and that's maybe a little uh, abstract when I'm when I'm explaining that. But like, but 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 you understand. Most people, basketball people, understand. Like, there's there's things that you can do that are really really simple to put yourself in position to win. And like your par- your 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 dad would would always say like like be all in, like trying really hard, like that stuff matters. And then like being a great listener, like those things matter. And it's amazing how many kids don't do those two things and they wonder why they're not successful. Why why the game's so hard. Oh. And um You're- and so
0: yeah you're absolutely correct. I mean there's times where I could I'll let you I'll tell my son when he's going hard to where I know he's being challenged or sure. when he's just kind of going through the motions. Right. And I'll let him know and at times it it gets it gets heated, you know? Him and I get yeah. heated at each other and and my and my wife she doesn't know how to deal with it and and I tell her and I'll put him, I'll put him to the edge to where are you going to jump? Or are you going to turn around and say you're right. We got to get back at it tomorrow. What are you going to do? Because I I know you. So I hey, I'm, I'm I'm just here to to help you. But if you don't want my help, then I'm going to I'm going to let you just turn around and and just go through the motions, but I. Sure. But if you want my help, I'm gonna get you to the edge, and and I'm gonna tell you you're not going the way we need to go. I know I know how how hard you can go. So are we gonna go? Or are you gonna jump off the edge and just quit? What are we gonna do?
1: No, that's that's that's, that's great. You know, I think one of the other things that what we do with our program is we try to get our players our young players around our best and oldest players. So, for example, like, especially in the summers when, like, our pros and our college guys are in the gym, like, it's an invite-only experience for those level of players. But then we, get, we invite the youngest kids in our program to get around it, to, like, just come and watch. If you want to learn what being great looks like, look how attentive the pros are. Just, just, like, you can hear a pin drop, but also look at how much they care about the little things. It's not about the 800 different dribbles. It's about the footwork. It's about the form. It's about the things that, at a young age, we go, I want to do all the other stuff. Like, I want to do the fun stuff and the setbacks and those things. You know, Well oh man, I got an NBA guy in here that only wants to work on a shooting form today like literally for an hour and a half, wants to work on his form. And it's that diligence that allows these players to to see the success that they see. Now, it takes a tremendous amount of maturity to be able to do that, right? And it's their job, and they're getting paid tons of money. But giving them that glimpse gives them everything that they'll need to know instead of us drilling them for, for 12 months out of the year trying to get them to do it, right? So...
0: Just a thought. Oh no, you're 100 percent correct. I mean, that's why I take my that's why I take my son to Jordan. Yeah, because he gets around players that play overseas. He gets around um, co- high level college players. He gets around NBA players. He gets around G League players. And I'm like, I mean, look at the way he goes between his legs cross. I mean, that ball is flying down the court, and he's just like, give me another one, give me another one, like. He's going as fast as his body can go. He can't even go that fast, and he's just losing it, but that's okay. He's living in that uncomfortable state right now. Mm -hmm. Don't go through the motions, kids. Don't go between your legs crossed that you can do it that simple because that ain't going to work in the game. Go as fast (laughs) as you can right now. Mess up. It's okay. Mess up 1,000 times. We need to go lightning speed. We need to hit that jumper don't worry about misses. Don't worry about it. We're, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. Don't That's worry about it. I I tell them all it. the time. But, you know, you got to look in the mirror at the end of the night and believe in yourself.
1: It, isn't that the truth?
0: And it isn't really that is. Truth? It really is. I tell him every day. I tell him every day how great he is. I tell my daughter how great they are every day. I tell them at the end of the night, you got to believe in yourself. One piece of advice you can give, uh, a youth player or a high level high school player, what would that be?
1: Uh, I would say probably uh, if you don't love it, why? Here's, here's why. If you don't love it because you just genuinely, it's not, you're you're being forced into it because your parents feel like you should be doing it. Uh, If it's because of a coach, that's one thing. If it's because, You know you're uncomfortable with your teammates. That's that's one thing. But if it's because you didn't put in the time, if it's because you didn't put in the extra effort, don't don't quit, right? Just put in more time and see what comes. Like you see kids quit all the time because it starts to get hard. Because it does. Like the game gets really hard when you start playing players or with players that have put in more time, are more athletic, and they, they just stop. And, and I would say, why? Did, did you stop because you don't love it? And they say, yes. Well, why don't you love it? Is it the coach? No. Is it teammates? No. Is it because it's hard? It's just not as much fun anymore. Yeah, because you haven't put in the time. And I would urge all the players that it start, when it starts to get hard, try to see how hard and how much time you can put in to bridge the gap and see how much more fun and how much more success you'll find. Because the game is so fun. It's so fun, especially when you're good. Especially yes. when you're good.
0: Yes. Especially when you're good. Yes.
1: Right? So, yeah. No,
0: you're yeah. absolutely right. You know what's great about me right now is yeah. the fact that there's so many players that we I played against over the years in my younger days that were just better than me. They just really were. Yeah. And now that we get together and play, I'm so much better than them because I stay fit and active and and eat clean and and just all over. Just keep working on my game. That it's like, oh yeah, I got you now, buddy. <laughs> I love it. And you're yeah. absolutely right. I love that. Love that crap! I love it, man. That's awesome. Well, it's
1: my perspective. It's not about being right for me. It's about you know what I've seen, and, and that's my perspective. I'm sure you have uh, you have other really good perspective on that. Do you have any advice for for young players?
0: Um, my my big advice for young players is just enjoy the process. It's not yeah. all about games. I mean i yeah. I have an AAU program. I have parents, I have certain coaches that they just they want more games. And it's it's not about the games. It really isn't. It's not even even when they're oh you got to play the gold level, you got to play the highest level. You got to play gauntlet this and that and yes, I get that they need that for the exposure part. But it's not about that. Fall in love with the process between the ages of I don't know, 11 years old to 17. You got to fall in love with that process and you got to put in your work daily. It doesn't have to mean, doesn't mean you got to dribble every day. doesn't mean you have to shoot every day, but there's got to be six or seven days out of the week that, that you, you're, you're conditioning your body. You're doing yoga. Um, you're doing your jumping drills. You're doing your your strength training. Uh, you you get your dribbling in, your shots in. You gotta fall in love with that stuff. And and if you don't, it it ain't it ain't gonna happen. Yeah,
1: you know it's funny that you say that because like I think about it all the time. Like there's no way my parents, and and they they gave us everything we ever truly wanted or deserved. Like. And not in, like, a spoiled way, but, like, they just, they worked so hard to give us a life where, you know, we weren't, you know, where we didn't go without, you know, those type things. But, you know, one of the things I, I'll tell you is, like, there's no way they would have ever paid for us to do the AAU travel basketball if we didn't, like, work on our game a ton. You know what I mean? Like, you see these kids, they travel up, like... They'll have the two practices a week for their AAU, and then they'll have. Then they'll go to Dallas. They'll play in three games. They'll be there for three days, and they didn't pick up a ball any other time. Like like any other time, they 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 did everything that was stocked, that was put in front of them. They never put in any other work like my parents would have never allowed like would I know I didn't do it it wasn't as I don't think it was as big maybe or you know I don't know but it's wild like I, I don't know if they would have ever they would have been like well if you work then 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 we'll invest in it because you will have invested in your own, in your game and we and we'll support that but well. if you don't invest in it then like but I see it all the time kids are playing literally two days a week and then they go and travel across the country and they're playing and they're looking for exposure. And it's like, and you're in a back gym and maybe the best thing is to just practice. Right. So that, that's my two cents on that end of
0: it. I a hundred percent agree. It's exactly what I said. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. And I'm the same way. You know, we, we, we could play three games on a, on a Sunday morning. And we practice Sunday afternoons at four and I'm like, practice, let's go. Let's go. We got practice. He's just like, okay. And then after practice, we're staying for an hour and we're going to shoot another for an hour. Everybody's out of the gym. You and I are in the gym for an hour. Let's shoot.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, man. We, you know, we have travel teams. We have, we have 17 travel teams and you know, I, I get that end of it. It's, you know, we, we want to create all these opportunities for them to, for, for exposure and to create opportunities for them to get better. but you know at some jun- juncture, you know there has to be you know a time where they where they say I want to do more and because I want more and um, but it takes a level of maturity and, and, and there has to be some growth there to be able to dive in and do that you know
0: Absolutely. So I'm a huge sneakerhead. Huge. Really? Oh yeah. Really? My brother that was DJing uh in high school always worked for he worked for some retail shop that sold sneakers. Granted I didn't get all the I never even got a pair of Jordans until I was a sophomore in high school. But I got all the other cool shoes. I got all the phone posits. I used to get the the Irisons, the AI questions, I would get the the Barclays I was getting the the uh the Kevin Garnett's, I was getting the Pippins, I was getting all kinds of shoes. So as a sneakerhead for me, what was your favorite sneaker? One, and then number two, since you come from the Windy City, what was your favorite M J shoe? Well,
1: that's pretty much one and the same.
0: <laughs> okay, that's
1: fine. I mean, I- but I can I can I can say outside of Jordan, my favorite shoe uh, was the Penny, uh, the, the Penny Hardaway. Um, I actually like I wasn't a huge sneakerhead growing up, and um, but what I can say is is the Penny Hardaway shoes were really cool for me um, growing up because I actually had a pair. And they were the Air Air Max Penny Ones. Okay. Orlandos. Um, what was that like? Two thousand six. And um, and then my favorite Jordan was probably the Air Jordan Elevens, the black and white patent leather. I had a pair of those in. Co- I wore them in college when I played. I just thought I was the coolest thing. In the. I, I thought I was so cool.
0: Yeah, the Conquers. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was. Those were the jam.
0: Yeah, those, so, those are
1: fresh. Yeah. What
0: about What about you? Favorite Jordan of all time was the Jordan threes original black, uh, gray Nike Air in the back. Loved them. That's my jam. That's, that's my go to. It's my go to. I don't care. I'm buying them. They get ruined. Those are Those are great now. Those are
1: super trendy now too. Yeah. It's the main thing. How like Jordans really don't ever go out of style. In fact, the more retro they are, the cooler they are. But, like, you can wear those anywhere,
0: which is pretty cool. Yes. My favorite basketball shoe ever, I think I was in the fourth or fifth grade, and my brother came home with a pair of Charles Barkley's Forces 180s with the strap in the front, kind of like the Bo Jackson's, and – I got a pair now and just Oh, a, I know what you're talking about. You, you gotta go back to yeah. your heydays. Yeah, those they're, they're are just, fun. Yeah, they're yeah. Dope. Yeah. Those they're are super great. high top. They're crazy nasty high. But yeah, those those What were, color what color were they? They were the black with the red and the royal blue and white. Oh. My back God. from when he was at the That's Sixers. Awesome. Yeah, those are yes. cool. Yes. Uh, I love those. Favorite basketball move ever to do in a game.
1: Mine was I was big with the crossover. That was my thing. Um, I I was a big crossover guy. Okay. Yeah, I was a crossover guy. So I, I know that maybe that's not the flashy that you wanted to hear, like no. God sham God. But that was the move that I I could use, um, and create space, um, and my and get to my first step the best.
0: That's great. But that's...
1: I think the most underrated move in all of basketball. The, the most successful underrated move in all of basketball history is the jab step. Ooh, yes. It's just the greatest move. I just love the jab step. I think it's just so underrated and we have 8 million moves off the dribble now that when you're talking, especially the way we've talked early on, like when you want to be an efficient player, if you can use a jab step, you can be whatever type of player you want to be. You want to be efficient. You want to be creative Use the jab step and you'd be great. But anyways, go on.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. Favorite basketball player, which I probably already know it since you're from the Windy City, but I gotta ask it anyways.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna go. Um I'm um, Michael Jordan's my favorite player. But I loved Dan Marley. Yeah, Thunder Dan Marley! Thunder Dan. Like I'll tell you a funny story. So when I was playing with the Washington Generals, we're playing against the Globe Trotters, and we're in, um, we're up in northern Michigan, okay, in Traverse City, and we're it, we're playing at a high school up there, and we're in this gym, and all of a sudden I look up in the rafters, and my face lights up, and all my teammates are like, "What is wrong with you, Spartz?" I'm looking at it's Dan Marley's jersey. This was his high school, and it was the coolest thing. They're like, "You're the weirdest kid of all time. Like, you don't understand. Like, Thunder Dan." And they're like, "Yeah, we get it." I'm like, "You'll never understand." I had the jersey, the whole deal. He's the man. He he was he was the he was the deal.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that.
0: I like that. That's fresh. Yeah. Okay. Favorite. How how about you? Favorite basketball movie. Well, my favorite player was Jordan, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Second favorite player, I would have to go with John Stockton.
1: Oh, wow. That's fun.
0: Yeah. I love that. Huge Stockton I that. fan.
1: Respect. Now, I, I'm a big Steve Nash fan, so I'll give you a third one. I'm a huge – like I, I have I, – I, my hair – I grew my hair out long. You know, I had I had to be like Steve Nash. Um when he kind of revolutionized the game um, and and the bounce, scoring off the bounce. Yeah, he was dirty. Off the bounce. Straight he was super good. Who's your third favorite? Uh,
0: third. Let me see. Let me see. I'd have to go with another guard. And the only reason why I'm going to go with this guard is because of his mouthpiece because I am the youngest out of all the boys, so I have a big mouthpiece. I'm going to have to go with uh, Gary Payton.
1: Wow. That's the ultimate trash talker of all time. I love and that. the glove, one of the greatest defenders of all
0: time. That's incredible. I he, love that one. Yeah, I, lo- I, I was a huge fan of him. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm talking trash just like him. I don't care. I'm talking trash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, he's a no- well, he was an Oakland guy,
0: right? Yes. So he's not. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he's a yeah. Guy. yeah. He's a the him. Yeah, he's yeah. from the Bay. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. favorite basketball movie? Oh,
1: man, I'm I'm such a homer. This is terrible. Come
0: on,
1: it's, it's terrible. I'm, I'm I'm Michael Jordan airtime. All
0: right, all right, but that's like a documentary. I'm talking like a movie. Like you got White Men Can't Jump. You got Above the Rim. You got, Rim, you got Basketball Diaries. You got Sunset Park. Uh, I you got say- Antoine Fisher. You got you got Space Jam. What? Well, come on. Okay, Space Jam. You can
1: never go wrong with Space Jam. I don't care what anybody. That is a gr- that is a classic. It is. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Hoosiers. And yes. Now, but now that I'm older and I see the shots and I see this stuff, I'm like, Yo, this. Are you kidding me? So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go away from that. And there's a movie that's coming out that I was. So this is a little plug. There's no question. So I consulted on a uh, on a movie. Nice. And Ro- Romeo Miller was the lead, and Liz Alderfer, and she's in a brand new flick. And I can send you all this stuff when you want. But um, it's called Game Day movie. It's awesome, and I do make a cameo. My twin brother's in it. It's such a great. But but I consulted on the movie with all the basketball stuff. It was filmed right here in Chicago on the South Side. It's awesome. It's really, really good. So, yeah. So, you can IMDB that one. It's pretty sweet.
0: All right. I'll give you that. My favorite Thanks. is White Man Can't Jump. I don't care. Anybody says White Man Can't Jump above the rim second. Done. 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 Now, where can people find you?
1: Where can people find you? <laughs> well... You can find me at, at Coach C Sparts on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me, Christopher Sparts Basketball, on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want, you can go to our website at spartsports.com. That's S P A R T Z Sports, S P O R T Z.com, and you can find Anything that we do, and we've got showcases uh, in the Bahamas. We're going to be out in Iowa this weekend. I'm, we're all over the place, and and we can't wait to help and and share what we've learned. And, and honest to goodness, and you know this as well as I do. And this is probably one of the reasons why you do it, do what you do. I'm open to advice and insight. If people have something to share, I'm all ears because uh, I don't have it all figured out. We're trying to share what we've what we've learned over the years, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yes, I love that. Uh, I'm all all about advice too, man. So, yeah, hey, and and all my listeners out there in the podcast world, please, please um, look up my man, Chris. uh, Check him out. He's got a lot of really great things going on in the uh, Windy City. And, of course, you can always follow us on uh, Instagram at Fades and Fun. That's F-A-D-E-S-A-N-D-F-U-N. Um, or at Coach Pirano. That's mine. Uh, And, yeah, and other than that, brother, it is a wrap. Check us out on iTunes, and it is a wrap. Chris, thank you for having, uh, for being a part of my show. Loved it. You killed it. You dropped crazy huge knowledge. I loved it. With that swag hair of yours, I know it's going (laughs) nice. You're the man. Thanks so much for having me. It's been an honor and a privilege, and I can't wait to do this again soon uh,
1: to, to catch up with